Everyday People Show is a podcast of the AMBC, African Masters Broadcasting Center. I'm hungry for a love my country cannot afford. I want a love that will buffer my mistakes even before I commit them. A love that has mapped out the possibilities of my existence and made room for each one of them. A love that doesn't need me to clamor to identify as black too, just so I can swim in the opportunity pool. A love that doesn't even need me to have an archive of pain to be worthy of inclusion. I want a love that doesn't need me to work like this two of me in this body just to be visible. A love that doesn't require me to be both pregnant and doula, trying to pull a nirvana out of my ass just for being different. I want a love that doesn't require me to be ridiculously multifaceted in order to have a fraction of an equation at being equipped for survival. A love that doesn't wait for another suitor to sing the praises of my genius before recognizing my worth. Or worse, only after I'm dead. I'm hungry for a love my country cannot afford. The way white loss for a backdrop to outshine. I am Ghanaian. I was born in Kolibu in Accra. Uh, both parents are from eastern region, a small town called Edukrum in the mountains, the Kepin regions. I come from a family of six children. I have five other siblings, two women and three men. I am the last but one born. I'm the fifth out of six siblings. My parents are educationists and entrepreneurs. But at the core of their entrepreneurship, they're both artists. My mother is a jewel of all trades. She paints, she draws, she sews, and she's very invested in education. My father is a writer. Um, he loves writing, he loves history. There's something about you that makes looking away impossible. You're not what the world will label as pretty. You're not I am a storyteller. And my journey as a storyteller for me has meant that I have explored different mediums. I, I draw, I sketch, I write, I design, I sing and perform. And poetry was one of the first mediums that I felt comfortable enough to fully experiment. A big moment, a big reason before giving you all his love, when he should be kissing the spaces in between your toes. Men have been looking for God inside. It's been a decade since I started performing. It's been a full 10 years since I started doing poetry in front of an audience. Everybody wants you at their parties because they know you are as good at them as you are at blowjobs. But nobody wants to know In the last decade, I have performed in, in quite a few places. I would start with Ghana, Accra. This country will kill you and mourn you like it wanted you. This country will Akai's, kill you and... I think Accra is the place I have performed the most 
different spaces, from bars, from smoothies, to Republic Bar, to Nobuke, to Move and Pick, to National Theatre, to VGMA stages. I have performed in Kumasi, I have performed in the Volta region, I have performed in Uganda, I have performed in Nigeria, I have performed in America, I have been to five states, I have been to um, Florida, I have been to New Orleans, I have been to Chicago, I have performed in DC, I have performed in New York, I have performed in London as well. It's always kind of curious to encounter questions that ask what does it mean specifically to be a woman um, but I guess how my environment played or place in my artistry is that growing up I was trained to be the best version of me that I am and by me is to be the best version of a human being with my skills and having to move outside of my home, my, my nuclear family and to interact with the world and having to encounter the fact that you have to prove your worth via your gender first before you prove it via skills was an entirely you know, different shift for me. And so my work is kind of like the battle between those two, is trying to balance the, the, both my work as an artist without the tags or namings of gender, color, etc. And at the same time, talking about the importance of gender. We do not know what she looked like, how stretched her flesh was laid out in the husk of her being how charred her eyes may have been, how clickety her laughter may have sounded, or the elasticity of the jiggle in her behind when her feet landed on ground. We do not know Amar which track. Amar um, is the first track of my latest EP, Faith and Fury. And that track, it's born from a desire to investigate the role of women in history and how documentation plays in how we remember things. And the first record of women in Ghanaian history is Yasunto. But you and I both know that Yasunto is not the first woman to make an impact, to make an influence, to lend a hand. But it all depends on who tells the story. Cheeks with blade, smeared blood over her body, and dared all the men present to follow suit, to demonstrate that their collective freedom was worthy of any skin deep sacrifice. A name that did not belong and so Emma Nkrumah actually is a, a woman who was referenced in Kwame Nkrumah's autobiography who supposedly took a stand in, in a market to encourage the men around to push on in their fight for freedom. There's the idea that this story could completely have been made up because a lot of the facts that are stated in Kwame Nkrumah's autobiography cannot be supported and nobody's sure if it's actually true. But my thing is, the account of women in our history is so scarce that we have to we have to reimagine what the past looked like and to juxtapose it on the woman of now. How are we documenting the woman of now? Even are we documenting? Are we writing them down? Are we capturing their essence and their contributions? 
The love bled handfuls of pain. It was only because peace was the greater offering. You haven't been loved well enough until you've been loved like a man. Scene rolling on a never-ending roll. I grew up in Fadama. I grew up between both Old Fadama and New Fadama. When I was younger, we used to live in Old Fadama and then we moved to New Fadama. And the best word to describe that neighborhood is colorful. It was a place where both the population was a mixture of Christians and Muslims. So there were both mosques and both churches. And within the week, both of these things were operating. It's a neighborhood in which everybody knows everyone, um, but at the same time you are your own person. It's, it's a proper paradox. And so it's a very colorful place. It's a very noisy place. It has its perks. It, it, it's like a, a town that has almost everything, everything that you want. And I think that's how most communities or cities in Accra are. The, there's your own market, there's your own tailor, there's your own chicken, egg, everything exists in that same community. Chicago. I came to Chicago to do my masters and, and so because of that I was first embedded into the school ecosystem and the school exists directly in the heart of the city. And so it's a very metropolitan city. There are millions of people in the city. It's a, it's a huge city. Everybody's going about their lives. I remember one of the things that I had to get used to when I, I came to Chicago was there isn't that sense of smaller communities like there is in Accra. You know the thing about Accra when you, when you get up and you're leaving for the street, there's this sudden way of greeting like people in your community. So you wake up, even if it's not just opening your mouth, you know there's eye contact, there's head bopping, there's gestures, or you say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And I remember coming to Chicago and sitting on a train and saying good afternoon or good morning or something of that sort and the person next to me was just looking at me like is she okay every city has its character and i think chicago is this initially looks reserved but it's a very bubbling bubbly city that you have to you have to have the time to get to know Ghana food. I love my roadside wachi woman. All the collective hajis in Ghana. I love the wachi. I love gobe. Um, places that I love going. So there's a catfish joint behind Talu Ghana that I miss. Catfish and fried yam. I miss it so much. I love it so much. I love Republic. Republic is and has been my joint. I love Sheikh Clarice for their cheque. 
I love Alliance Francaise and Nobuke for being spaces that have opened themselves up to young and upcoming artists to explore, experiment and to just be. I have been part of four anthologies. Two of them are poetry. One is fiction and one is non-fiction. I have my own chapbook which came out last year, published by the Akashic Books, courtesy of the African Poetry Book Fund. It's titled, You Two Will Know Me. My name is Ama Asantoa Diaka. I am a storyteller, a poet, a writer, a designer, and a data fanatic. And this is my everyday story. There's something about the way people leave that makes you want to bottle who you are and keep it safe from the world. You have a brave face, that only lets you rent it for public appearances and old relationships. You plough the road of failing friendships where awkwardness is an easy language and forgive everybody but yourself. Forgive yourself for convincing yourself you will never know a greater love for creating this architecture of doom and living underneath its leaking truth. Forgive yourself, for you are a breath of fresh air. Forgive yourself, for there is overflowing love lining up to engulf you. <laughs>